0: Welcome to 2023 and the first episode of the new year for On the Upbeat, your favorite Scott podcast. You know it's true. Here I am. I am your host. I am RJ Phoenix. And with me today is the very fancy, very
1: handsome Gary Mastriano. Hello,
0: Mr. Mastriano. Welcome back Hello. to the show.
1: Hello. America's sweetheart, Gary Mastriano. <laughs> I
0: had I had friends that were in a band called America's Number One Sweetheart based on something uh, D. Snyder said once in an interview about he being America's Number One Sweetheart. I would
1: think he would be. I met D. Snyder at a WWE taping. Oh, that sounds awesome! <laughs> I sat like we we were all the way in nosebleed seats, yeah. and they they for some reason they wanted people to like move down and be really enthusiastic. So technically, I guess I worked for WWE. So they go. put me they put me in the second row, and we sat behind D. Snyder and Mick Foley. Oh, wow. Because they are legit best friends. Did you know that? I did not know that. I did know that Mick Foley and Kevin James were on the same high school wrestling team at the same time. I did all know that. Long crazy Island, all Long Island people. That is nuts. Yeah. So D. Snyder and me are boys. But yeah, America's Sweetheart. That's me. It's also a rom-com that I really liked. I think Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it.
0: Oh, isn't uh, John Cusack in it too? Yes. It's at one minute into the first show of the New Year. It's already off the rail.
1: <laughs> RJ, I never told you this. You've got big John Cusack energy, by the way.
0: I, it's I think really well. Maybe that explained. My wife was a big John Cusack fan, so I think that uh, major John Cusack that, energy that evens out. Like, yeah, I would, I would, yeah. What what kind of John Cusack though? Well, like, obviously high fidelity, John Cusack. Uh, yeah, high <laughs> fidelity. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, cool, cool. We're
1: on the same page. <laughs> Maybe gross point blank, John Cusack, because that has a good ska soundtrack.
0: Oh, it really does. Like Joe Strummer should have been put more in charge of soundtracks. Did you see that? I brought
1: it back to ska. We got you, yeah, Matt. We yeah, got yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, we could have um, done, yeah. done best ska soundtracks at one time.
0: Ooh, I mean there's how many options are there?
1: Uh gross point blank. Uh gross point <laughs> the blank harder they come.
0: Harder they come, meet the you <laughs> yeah, pick it up Scott in the 90s, dance craze. Yeah,
1: there you go, done. <laughs>
0: that's, that's all five of them. Uh so you may have noticed that our our boy, Matt, is not here. He actually had a uh, family medical emergency, and he is still attending to that and being a decent and awesome family man that we all know him to be. Uh, he should be back next week. Uh, but for today, you got to suffer with uh, me and Gary.
1: Yeah, America's sweetheart and America's public enemy.
0: <laughs> oh jeez,
1: That's you, John Cusack. <laughs> Is that what the RJ stands for? R. John Cusack. <laughs> Are you I'm John stretching. Cusack? Are you John Cusack?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, RJ, well, how I, was
1: your um, holiday?
0: Uh, my holiday was pretty great, actually. Uh, we, uh, Me and uh, my wife, uh, we, we went out for uh, New Year's, actually. Um, what did we do? No, we went out the night before New Year's uh, because we didn't want to deal with the New Year's crowd. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to a place that is uh, a-, a themed bar with a live show and a live band, uh, and it simulates going underwater. You're in a submarine, and uh, there's, a- there's a stowaway on the boat, and it's kind of like a game to find the stowaway. And uh, some people got interrogated directly by the captain, and I got picked to be one of those people.
1: Holy cow, that sounds like the coolest thing ever.
0: It was a lot of fun if you got picked for the stuff. Like, my wife just basically sat there and drank tropical drinks and <laughs> tiki mm. drinks all night. I got 15 minutes of, like, alone time with, like, <laughs> the actor cast members, um, which was fun. But also, it kind of sucked for my wife. Um, do you dress up, like, in
1: costume for the occasion? Or do people do that?
0: Uh, some people do. Like, I wore a Hawaiian shirt. Um with my cats on it that my my wife made for me for my for father's day last year. So I had all three of my kittens on it. Um, and we were going to go more overboard with it, but it was like a cold rainy day in LA. So we kind of dialed it back. Um, uh, some people did dress up like all the way like 40s Hollywood or very tiki tropical. And then Christmas was fun. So cool. My uh, My in-laws came down we had, you know, our Polish food that we talked about ordering. We we did that, and uh, yeah, it was chill, just really chill. It was really fun. How was your uh, holiday experience, Mister Mr.
1: Anu? It was lovely. I yeah? have a, a two and a half year old daughter, and this is the first time she was super into Christmas and super into the concept of Santa. So that was <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Um, and then we did we did our annual Christmas Eve diehard viewing, which is a tradition for nice, 25 years nice. in a row in my family, <laughs> which is lovely and really nice time. I got I finally got some time off from work for a little bit, and that was great, much needed. Um, but I wanted to ask you, did you get any ska related gifts or do anything ska related during your winter break?
0: Uh, I didn't do anything ska related, but my wife did get me a pair of uh, checkered socks. Okay, because that was a uh, ska related, and the the she got me the new telethon album on vinyl, and it does have a ska song on it. So okay, there I you think that comes. counts. How about you? Any any ska related giftage?
1: No, <laughs> it's hard to. I'm oh, a very no. diffi- I'm a I'm an easy and difficult person to buy gifts for. Because one, same. I like everything. You get me something I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool. But also, I get myself everything I want. You know,
0: my wife has said the same thing about me. She's yeah. like, she's like, I always gotta check like what you have and what you don't, have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: it gets complicated. So I just try to get you stuff I know you'll enjoy. Yeah, pretty much. I me, mean, if you put, if it says the word Star Wars on it, it could be like a, a paper towel that someone writes Star Wars on. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> this is a collector's <laughs> edition. Don't put, keep it mint in box.
0: Yeah, I, uh, uh, my wife did give me a video game. Um, she Ooh. got me uh, Stray. You play as a cat. Oh, I've heard of this game. Yes, and you you uh, encounter a city full of robots, and you make robot friends, and you're a cute little kitty cat. it's it awesome. won
1: a lot of Game of the Year awards last year. Oh, did it really? Good. Yeah. It deserves them because it is
0: fun as hell. Ah, <sighs> well, I guess that's the show. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks everybody <laughs> for listening. <laughs> News. All right, everybody. Speaking of Sky News, what we have today is uh, some news, some new releases, some new things that are happening in the world. Uh, so I wanted to uh, mention uh, the new compilation from Rudy Reboots. It's called Giants. It's a ska Punk tribute to the Be Giants, a band you may have heard me mention once or twice because they are like just one of my favorites uh and i wanted to uh play a single song uh for you and the name of the song is when will you die and it is by the band called the what Nows. so here you go just did such a fantastic job on that cover a lot of these covers are pretty good i'm very picky about scott covers
1: especially you know pretty much my my second favorite band of all time so i'd say your favorite band because it's the only band that people you people have heard of no one's ever heard of your other favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't exist rj face it.
0: <laughs> i swear they're real <laughs> um,
1: sure <laughs> Um, You know, I I have kind of an in with the Rudy Reboots crew, uh, the guys who put that together and I know what the next three are for the remainder of the year they have three more lined up and I know what they are spoiler alert my band might be on one or three of them Um, but maybe I could be like you guys want to do a BISS one and they'll be like that band RJ made up? Sure (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! So 2024 Rudy Reboots Biss. BISS 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 You got any uh, news for us, Mr. Gay? I do. Some pretty big news dropped early, uh, right after the new year. And that is that Bad Time Records is putting together, has put together and just awesome, awesome tour package mm-hmm. with uh, a lot of their heavy hitters. So the headlining bands on the full tour are We Are the Union, Cat Bite, and Kill Lincoln. That right there sells itself. Yeah. But um, they're having support across the country. Um, so not all these bands are on every show, but you're going to see at least one of them. And that's Omnigon, Joystick, Bad Operation or Jay Navarro and the Traders. Uh, they're doing a West Coast run from March for uh, the month of March, and then an East Coast run uh, June into early July. And um, there's a lot of dates, a lot of great bands. It's amazing that they could all uh, coordinate their schedules yeah. to make this happen, right? Um, really excited for that. You can get tickets at badtimetour.com. I know some venues are already sold out. Tickets went on sale yeah. like about a week ago when, when we're recording, and some venues are sold out or half sold out. I'll be at the uh, Asbury Park show in Jersey at the end of June. So looking forward to that. Nice. And um, RJ, are you going to be going to one of these?
0: Yeah, me and Matt, I think we'll both be at the Santa Ana show. At least I hope Matt's going to be there. I'm going to be there. I bought a ticket. I already put in for the day off of work because of LA traffic and it being at Santa (laughs) Ana. And uh, I already argued enough with Tim from Catbite. Thankfully, Esteban had my back. (laughs) What were you
1: arguing about?
0: (laughs) That Santa Ana is not Los Angeles.
1: Oh yes, we did talk about this. Yeah, a lot of bands don't play Los Angeles proper, right?
0: Yeah, and like I can I can understand it. I don't know if uh, you were part of that conversation with me and Matt, but if you're not, if you're a white ska band, you probably get more people coming to an Orange County ska show Mm -hmm. than uh, LA ska show, unless you're a major band like Interrupters. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Even but even like a real big fish or less than Jake. They don't real actually big fish will do OK, but real big fish will also always play OC. So there's not a good reason for you to drive from the OC to L.A. Knowing they're going to play see. the OC again soon. Um, shockingly, not well attended shows in L.A. have been a big D in the kids table. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, as other people have told me in L.A., that's White Boy Scout. We don't go see White Boy Scout. How about like the slackers? slackers do well um and, but they usually have support from local uh less white bands
1: i see yeah. i see yeah. so you're talking bands like um and uh steady
0: 45 delirium yeah. jack uh yeah jackie mendez yeah
1: okay yeah now um punk bands how do punk bands draw in la uh
0: you know very very oddly uh i went and saw mr t experience play with the bomb pops and the queers yeah and First of all, the pom-pops seem to have not much draw at all, even though they're fantastic. That's a shame because they're an excellent band. Yeah, they really are. So glad to see them. Uh and then the, the queers played. And then after they played, like most of the over 30 male audience left. Hmm. And then the female under 20 audience came in and they must have been <laughs> sitting upstairs in the venue. So like yeah. the, the the floor changed immediately. <laughs> wow. Um, but it was also not not one of the bigger venues out here um and i once saw mr t experience play a bar that probably had like
1: maybe a hundred person cap and i don't think it was filled interesting yeah it's interesting that you said like that quote unquote white boy ska doesn't yeah. really draw in la i wonder how because i'm into also like a lot of indie music i wonder how we don't have to go down this rabbit hole but like a band like Menzingers, singers who's one of my other favorite band i wonder how they draw out there probably pretty well i'd imagine I, I'll, I'll have to look into it
0: um yeah it I don't understand L.A. L.A. scene does not promote itself too well.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, New York is the same way. A lot of bands don't play Manhattan proper, right? They'll play Brooklyn yeah. or they'll play Queens or something like that. It's a lot of bands don't play Manhattan or they will play Jersey or something.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I'm interested to see the knitting factory has reopened um, in L.A., the L.A. knitting factory, uh, and it is actually very close to me. And the agrolites lights are playing there soon. So I'm going to go see how that turns
1: out. This is a a sneak preview of what our main topic is going to be, but I'll just sneak preview. Knitting Factory always reminds me of Ska, right? Whenever I hear Knitting Factory, (laughs) I think of Ska because there's a Knitting Factory... In Manhattan yeah, um, I don't know if it's still open I haven't been in a long time But they used to always do the three floors of ska there Every yeah. like every couple of months they would do it It was pretty oh, wow! Have, have you heard of three floors of ska? Uh,
0: they did it twice in LA and I went to both shows In oh, fact, right. I think it was one of my first LA ska shows in 2006 November yeah. of 2006 So I used yeah. to go to
1: a lot of the, the New York ones And you'd have like the the, you know, the, the toasters and the slackers were on one floor, and then it, it, there was something else in the middle, like an Inspector 7 was on the second floor, and then oh, like nice. your ska Punk bands would be on the third floor, yeah. so you could kind of jump around which was awesome, but anyway, you mentioned Knitting Factory, every time you hear Knitting Factory, I'm like, oh, ska Band, <laughs> and I always think of the slackers, I'm like, the slackers are like probably the house band at the Knitting Factory, right, I assume
0: Yeah, uh, for uh, Knitting Factory out here every Tuesday for a long time Chris Murray had a standing ska night oh, called that's Blue cool. Lounge. Yeah, That's Lounge like, cool. Yeah, it was really rad um, but I never made it to a single one. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I'm excited, all, all my friends have.
1: Excited for the Bad Time Tour. That looks like it's going to be the the tour to beat this year. Really stacked lineup. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen any of those bands, I'm lucky enough that I've seen, I think, every band that's on there, except for Bad Operation and Omnigon. I haven't seen either of them because they they've never come up here. But everyone else is great, and I recommend checking them out.
0: Yeah, it'll be my first time finally seeing Cat Bite and also Omnigon because they're going to be on the bill for me so i'm excited about that and and finally in ska news at the end of last year uh the ska punk band sick leave put out a uh new single it's called live forever uh they do have a new album or ep coming out in the next couple months so keep an ear up for that but for right now check out this single by sick leave called live forever 200 kids, then the each will have some kids It will be a dynasty, they will all remember me I will climb the family tree, looking on my kids So please, tell them stories about me And it's basically for free Write the perfect song, balance, verse and chorus, Strong lyrics that they wanna sing, keep the planet In their brain, make have every year Music that they wanna hear, it's a monoglass It's too perfect instruments, it's I'm to live yeah yeah gary what next do you want to do uh here today scott tomorrow you got one of those lined up
1: sure i do and it it ties into uh our main topic so can i just weave it into the fabric of that Ooh, Ooh. rj and i were discussing what do we want to talk about we don't have a yeah. guest lined up we were originally going to do a host full just to chat um we wanted to do what x-men characters would make a great ska band but maybe we'll <laughs> save that for a Patreon episode one time, if you guys really want to hear it, Jubilee on keys. That's, that's I think
0: thing. that was, as soon as you said that, I like, that
1: makes the most sense in the world. And like background vocals, right? Oh yeah. Come on. She's yeah. Jubilee. I mean, she, she rules. Should we, yeah. just, should we just do this? Should we just go? There? <laughs> I think Matt would kill us. All I'm just... saying, Glob Herman on drums. And I'm not yeah. like, yeah, yeah. And Wolverine's not in the band. Well, that guy has no musical no. talent. You know it. That guy can't no. play a lick no, of music. It,
0: it, maybe like, a bass with like one string. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he could presidents the
1: United States of America, this, but not a real band. No. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Wolverine. You don't get all the glory. <laughs> Gambit on the other hand, I bet that guy's a crooner. Oh, yeah. Oh, he probably is.
0: And I, I, I mean, I would just want honey badger, like doing like the Ben Carr thing,
1: like running yeah. around dancing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Like, what's so anyway, <laughs> we said
1: we weren't going to do it. We went, there, right? we went I know. there. So we want to talk about, um, Kind of the the ska show that was the the show that broke it for us, like yeah. the the one that is the one that sticks out most, or a few because yeah. I probably have a few that is like yeah. this is the one that I think of that kind of got me into this crazy world, or the one that kind of like cemented us or whatever, yeah. right? Cemented it for us. So for me, and I've talked about this before, um, it's going to tie into my here today, Scott, tomorrow, is uh, the first time I ever went to a Scott show was in um, North Bergen, New Jersey and I saw the band The Spit Valves from Orlando, Florida. You know The Spit Valves? Yeah. I'm aware of them. I I feel dumb
0: that I don't know more about them because they're one of those bands that all my friends have told me, you gotta
1: check out The Split Valves, and then my dumbass never did yeah so this is the first it was the first time i had seen ska i mean i I tangentially heard of ska but i didn't know what it was right i knew i knew the mighty mighty ballstone song i knew the everything right but i didn't know what that was until i went to my first ska show and it was in 2001 and north branch not north bergen and so i was banned the spit valves was the headlining band in new jersey we used to have this record label called punch records okay. and um it was run by a band called knuckle sandwich, who's a really great like punk band kind of think like a Bon Jovi does punk they, That was kind of their oh, vibe. Okay. Yeah. It was really cool. And I actually covered one of dead or alive, um, their <laughs> cover and the slackers cover, like compete for my two favorite covers of that, which there's a <laughs> lot of covers of that song, but, um, they ran these, these really great DIY punk shows that were like pretty much my life for about five or six years. And the first one I went to, it was a mixed bill show. Cause that's what we used to have back then. Mm-hmm. Mixed bill shows. Yeah. So you'd see like a metal band. The metal band was called ugly stick. So ugly stick was the metal band there. Uh, and then you'd have knuckle sandwich uh, was the local like punk band. And then the headliners were spit Cause they were the touring ska band. And I had never seen a band with horns before. And I'm like, oh, this blew my mind. Um, and that was the show that kind of got me into it. I remember, like, I still have the CD. It's called Fine Print at the Bottom. It was released in two thousand and one. It was their first album, and um, I had the band sign it, sign it because I thought that was a cool thing to do. And yeah. people like come up to me in Backyard super. It's like, can you sign my CD? I'm like, that's so weird. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm totally, I'm, I'm honored to do it, and it's super yeah. fun. But to think, like, this is a local ska show. You know, there was probably fifty people at the show, and, and people are coming up to have them sign the CD. And I still have that CD and it's a prize position. I still have a shirt that I bought at that show that still fits me 21 years later. So I guess I haven't changed or I bought really big shirts back then <laughs> as a spit valve shirt. Um, and that 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 show just it cemented me and I wanted to seek out everything ska after that show. Um, but tying it into a little bit of history of that band, um, they started in 2001 and uh released that they didn't start in 2001 they started in 1996 released a couple demos their self-titled demo called spit valves i have a rip of it if you ever need it rj i'll send it to you it's very hard to find (laughs) um but their album spit Spit valves fine print at the bottom was released in 2001 they released their next album moving on in 2002 and what's kind of unique about this band if you've never heard them before is they do like the third wave ska ska core thing but their singer does a lot of rapping oh okay so I know, like, we joke about new metal, but if new metal kind of was a little bit like ska, that's kind of the sound they had. And I was a big new metal kid, as we've discussed millions of times, Limp Biscuit and stuff. So if Limp Biscuit was a ska band, but not ridiculous, <laughs> I know that sounds really, really bad, RJ. I'm telling you, you're going to like this band.
0: I mean, I probably will.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that it's kind of unique. So they're doing ska core with a little bit of rapping over it, but not like... Yeah, kind of like Limp Bizkit rapping, where it's like, yeah, this is kind of rap, but you're not like, you know, Biggie Smalls or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So that was it. And they broke up shortly after that. They broke up in 2003. So they weren't around for a long time, but they made a really, really big impact because, like you said, everyone seems to know them. Mm -hmm. Um, They were kind of this big band coming out of Orlando. Um, The singer went on to form another band that I don't remember the name of and I forgot to write it down. Okay. His name is Charlie. I'm going to look it up while we're, t- while we're chatting. Right, but cool. um I, saw, I went to a, a real big fish show in like 2013 in New Jersey, and they were the touring band that was opening. And I'm like, oh, my oh, God, that's wow. a dude from the Spitfowls. No way. I think they're called The Answer or something like that. I'll look them up um it was crazy and i was so happy to see them the singer's name was charlie and i'm like charlie i saw you with the spit valves he's like that's cool man like you signed my cd do you remember he's like yeah totally man he (laughs) didn't remember (laughs) (laughs) you were that weird kid yeah but um i i I actually started playing saxophone because i saw the spit valves because i'm like oh a band with horns and i played guitar my whole life and clarinet um so i was like you know I have a lot of friends that play guitar. If I want to start a band, I should play a horn. So I picked up saxophone in 2001, and that's when I started playing saxophone too. So to say that show had a lot of impact on me is, is an understatement. Yeah. First time I was ever on the show, uh, my ska pick of the week was a spitball song, and it was a called song called, I have to look it up, Scooby-Dee-Boosh, but a beach, but a ska. I played that, but the fans, us in the spitballs community, used to call it ska boobies. That's okay. kind of... That's kind of how it's spelled. But I want to play the song, um, Come Try Again.
0: Oh, the attack. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I've heard of them too. Cool. Well that was a fantastic song and thank you. You but you said you had more shows, right,
1: Carrie? Yeah, I have some other ones. You want right. to go back and forth, you want me to keep talking. I feel yeah, like I'm ramb- I'll, I'll I'm do rambly. I'll do
0: yeah, I'll do one of mine. Um this uh, uh was the show I actually my my sucky little band played. Um and it was in a bicycle
1: repair shop. That um, is the coolest thing I have <laughs> ever heard. <laughs> That's and, the most RJ thing I've ever heard, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so the it was uh, it was supposed to be an all-Ska show, um, but my band got on it because we had so many horn players, even though we didn't really play Ska. And so, like, all the little local uh, Ska bands play, like, Waste of Time. I think the Spooks, they must have played. Um, but we had two touring bands come through, too. Uh, Dr. Rocket and the Moon Patrol out of California and then Vent. And I believe they were from Staten Island. And... It was just one of the things we it was a much larger bill i know there were more bands playing i just can't remember who they were uh but it was it was a long long event it was a lot of fun it was stupid that we played but it was also great uh and then me and the promoter like took the bands out to eat the two touring bands uh dr rocket and vent and it was like one of those things where like, so I'd, I'd been to ska shows and I'd been tangentially like you'd see like Aaron Barrett after the show and be like, Hey, and he'd be like, hi, I'm going to go walk down to the pizza hut with all these 14 year old girls instead of hanging out with 20 year old dudes. Uh, they weren't 14. They were all of age, but still, it was just like, we can't blame him. He wants to hang out with chicks. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I never really thought like, Oh, I'm going to hang out with, with a ska band, even though I'd always been hanging out with all the indie rock bands and like power pop bands that I had grown up with. And so like that really opened up like, oh, no, you can make connections with these people and you can be cool with them. And so we went out to dinner and then I let vent stay at my place and we all hung out the next day Uh, and they're really cool. But it's for me, that's like one of the very first times I think the camaraderie of like discussing went from one side of the stage to the other. Like I was a Scott fan. These were Scott bands. Yes, I know my silly little band was on that bill, but like, we weren't nothing, man. No, we weren't a draw for that show. Unlike other shows, <laughs> the draws were like it was a Scott show in a bicycle repair shop. That was the draw. Uh, and so that that show always stuck with me, meant a lot, because like I said, in a lot of ways, that was like breaking that wall for me between between fan
1: and band uh, into the greater Scott community. That's so nice. Yeah. It's so it's it's so awesome this. And where did you guys go out to dinner? Would you take the band? I I, uh, I don't remember if you said.
0: No, I didn't say uh, Perkins. I don't know if those are uh... Yeah, we have Perkins okay. out here. Okay. Yes, I believe it was Perkins cuz that was like the hub of the uh, the rock scene in uh, <laughs> Peoria, Illinois. <laughs> Some of us kept trying to change it to the Steak and Shake, but that just wasn't flying.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to see um, the trying to find the exact date of the next show I want to talk about. <laughs> wow, look at you! It's the 2002 Mighty Mighty Boston's winter tour for pay attention, but I can't find the date of it online or who they were touring with.
0: Why do I want to say they were probably touring with Hagfish?
1: Maybe that that name sounds familiar, it just sounds right for that era. They started with old school off the bright, which is came out on Jack Knight to the Swan. So, yes. maybe, yeah. They, yeah. And then they close with lights out, which is typical. Um, so, yeah, it was the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones 2002 winter tour. Um, they were touring for Pay Attention. I don't think Jackknife to a Swan was out yet. It might have just come out. I'm, I don't remember. But Pay Attention was the album that got me into Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. We've talked about this. how yes. That's my favorite Boss Tones album, which no <laughs> one ever says that. But it's my favorite one. Just because it's the it's the album that, like, the first one that I got that was new, you know?
0: Can I tell you a secret, Gary? Yeah. So when I when I set up my new computer and I imported all over my songs a lot of them it stripped the the ID information from and but it kept like the song name uh-huh. but not like the album the year the artist and I was going through and a lot of them where they uh, was Boston songs mm-hmm. from pay attention and huh. I was like these are all good. Maybe I've misjudged this album. Maybe Gary
1: is right. I am right. I think it's the best <laughs> Boss album. I think that the two best boss albums, and this is just a different side tangent, came out in a row. And that was uh Pay Attention and Jackknife to a Swan. I really like Jackknife to a Swan. Yeah, I I can I can partially co-sign that for sure. Yeah. So anyway, it was that tour because that was the first. Big ska show I went yeah. to, right? You know, I'd gone to local shows now. This is 2002, two, so I've been going for a year now to local ska shows and I was fully into it. I had my little uh Fedora and and you know, my my little teenage rude boy, <laughs> even though I looked like Shaggy from scooby doo Um <laughs> I did. I had really shaggy long lank hair. Oh, wow. Super lanky, just like I am now. But I can't um, imagine the hair. It I looked like one of the Beatles, if for real. <laughs> um, it was it, but it was the first like big ska show I went to, and yeah. I remember being part of the crowd. And it was the first time I was in a crowd like that where everyone was just, you know, moving. Right. One of those big crowds where you you don't you don't have to move because the crowd's going to move yeah. you with it. And the first time that I ever had some I was drenched in someone else's sweat, you know, and I was like, <laughs> this is amazing. This is so great. And I was just blown away by that band. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're, this is amazing. And uh, yeah, so that was the first big, big Scotcher I went to was seeing the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones on that tour. Um yeah, that's that's that. I have a couple more if you want to go back and forth.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of another good one for me. I, I will say, probably uh, in a lot of ways, I already mentioned it, but the Three Floors of Sky in 2006 mm-hmm. out here mm-hmm. in LA at the Knitting Factory, um, because I didn't know anybody in LA yet. I, I hadn't even been out in LA for, I think I was about going on six months when that show happened. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm putting on a suit, I'm going to go to this <laughs> show. And I'm gonna talk to whoever will talk to me. Uh it turned out to be mostly members of um Hub City Stoppers. Yeah, end. okay. They're probably they were, the friendliest. Were they touring out there. Yeah, they were they were yeah. part of the bill. Um and uh I and I talked to Bucket from Toasters. Um but yeah, I didn't meet any locals <laughs> at all at <of> that show. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Even funny. though now, when I talk about it with like my friends I've made out here, they were all also at that show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, and it was the first time I'd ever seen Hub City and they fucking cracked me up. Um, so no, it was, it was a great time and it got me like more comfortable uh, going to shows in LA on my own because it was like really the first show I'd went to out, out here. Uh, and yeah, so it meant a lot. And when the knitting factory in LA closed until they just recently reopened, I was, that was sad. It was a sad day for me. Do ska bands ever play the whiskey? You know, uh, I had my boss ask me this the other day. Yeah. (laughs) Almost verbatim. (laughs) He said, what does ska bands play? When they come out here, they play the whiskey. And I was like, you know, I've never been to the whiskey. I've been, I've been to the Roxy for ska shows and for other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but never, never the, never the whiskey. I've been to the El Rey, which is good. The Regent, uh, Troubadour. Troubadour is great for any kind of show, but they used to do a lot of Scott shows. Um, but yeah, never, never to the, never to, uh, the whiskey. What is the cap
1: on the whiskey? I wonder. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I've seen Scott, the Viper room for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. The ca- <laughs> the capacity at the whiskey is only 500. So I, it, I'm looking at their Wikipedia, and a lot yeah. of bands have done like small shows there, yeah. like 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 AC/DC played there, or Guns and Roses, Kiss, Van Halen. But these are all like you know secret surprise pop up shows, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, I, I've never heard of ska bands playing the whiskey. It's just a place I'd like to go because of the I obviously love hair metal, so that's like the hair metal mecca.
0: <laughs> I'm sure if you put together a bill that was like LA ska bands that are universally adored, like yeah. if the Untouchables and Hepcat
1: played together. They yeah. could probably
0: sell out any any venue. You know? Sure, I mean five hundred
1: seats. I'm sure or five hundred yeah. capa- capacity. I'm sure oh, they yeah. could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's really cool. Three floors of sky is great, man. Yeah. Um, let's see. I have, the next show I have is uh, Memorial Day Weekend, 2004. All right. Okay, and I remember this because it was a we had a venue in my in my area called Hamilton Street. You might have known it from the Hub City Sompers song, "Fuck Hamilton Street." <laughs> <laughs> I have heard it. So it was this the, the venue that we always went to go see shows at all the time. And my band, uh, Beaming Up Scotty, we've talked about them before. Best band name of all time, obviously. <laughs> Scotty, S-K-A-T-T-Y. Um, featuring current members of Backyard Superheroes, Tam and Shelly, who were just on the show. We were in a high school Scott band. And it was our prom weekend, right? So here, feel me out here, right? <laughs> right, Tam, right. Tam was in my grade, and Shelly's a, a year younger than us. Um, Tam didn't go to my high school, but he went to our prom. Cause he was with somebody in our, in our high school. So we had prom on Friday night, Saturday night, we had a hotel party. Remember when kids had hotel parties?
0: I wasn't that cool, Gary. Oh no, I wasn't <laughs> cool
1: enough to go to one either. Like when somebody organized it and we went, it was like, right, do you know right. the concept of a hotel party? I do know the concept. Yeah. Yes. Like a bunch of teenagers rent hotels with their parents do. And then you yeah. just party in a hotel across yeah. rooms and everyone there probably hates you. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday, we, my band, opened for the Slackers at Hamilton Street. Oh, the line, wow! The lineup was pretty sweet. It was Beam Me Up, Scotty, obviously the best band on the bill. Yeah. <laughs> um, Boss Riot, who's a really great ska band from New York. Um, SGR, who's a great, great ska band from New Jersey. Bombtown. If you guys don't know Bombtown, it's a band that everyone in the world should talk about. They're the greatest ska band that's ever existed. RJ, you know Bombtown? I believe so. Jenny Whiskey was in Bombtown. Okay. Okay. yeah before she joined the hub city um and then the slackers were headlining and that was amazing and we were like the opening band you know, our young rascally uh scott punk high school band and we all wore our two-tone and everything and it was, we were so cool um and it was just a super fun show sold out um probably the biggest show we ever played at that point we i think we might have won a battle of bands to get on that i don't remember we Oh, always were doing Battle of Bands. By the way, I'm in my 30s. I refuse to do a Battle of Bands now, so it's not happening. That's something, <laughs> once you're over 25, you shouldn't do Battle not, of Bands not anymore. Happening. No. But it was really cool. Uh, I remember the Fire Marshal came because it was so packed. Um, I remember there were like, Again, I was in high school. I was 17. There were two girls making out on the pool table. And, like, obviously, as a 17-year-old kid, I'm going to remember that. Um, It was just a really, really great show. And it was like, wow, we're going to be rock stars. And we broke up, like, three months later. (laughs) But it was fun. It was a really good show. Hamilton Street was really cool. They had a lot of great – it was a DIY venue, and a lot of great bands came through there. I saw Suburban Legends there at one point. But um, another memorable show, not Ska – was world inferno friendship society played there yeah. you know world inferno yes i do I, I, of course you do they lit the place on fire legit they lit the place oh, on wow. fire yeah they were a, if you've never seen them they are a trip well i don't know if they're still playing since the the singer passed away two years ago but they are a trip
0: oh man i that now that sucks today I, I miss seeing
1: them they would they literally let, let left lit like the rafters on fire and they had that the fire department had to come in it was awesome at but anyway, that's a, that's Memorial Day 2004 weekend. Wow. And, then, and then anyway, so Friday was prom. Saturday was hotel party. Sunday, we played the Scott show. Monday was Memorial Day. We had off. I'm like, this is the, the best weekend ever. <laughs> <laughs> I've peaked at 17. <laughs> yeah, I feel that a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Gary, I wouldn't say that about you. I've got one more. If you've got one more. I, got I do have one more. kind of, um, and this is, a, this is a much more personal one. Um, so it was my 23rd birthday. Uh, it was in the midst of me going to see every Johnny Sacco show. I could. Uh, I went up to Chicago to see them play. I believe at the elbow room and uh, Chris, I, I ran into Chris before the show, Chris smell and mm-hmm. we talked and I was like, Oh yeah, it's my birthday. I'm turning 23. He's like, "Yeah, hey, happy birthday, man. I'm like, cool. And he's like, Oh, I'm glad you made it. Blah, blah, blah. Cause he's always been the sweetest guy in the world and continues to be. So, um, but then they played their show and they were ending with the song Dancing Queen. I don't know how familiar you are oh, with yeah, that song. Yeah. But that, song. that part near the end where it's just like a cappella is like, and she likes dancing more than she likes me. Yeah. Uh, and then she likes Johnny Sacco more than she likes me. And instead, like, she likes that guy right he used my real name right there in the front row it's his birthday everybody let's sing happy birthday to him i had the crowd sing happy birthday the band all came up right in front of me and were singing uh and then they went right back into the end of the song just like at the drop of a hat it was freaking hilarious and awesome and then uh hung out with the 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 guys after the show um but that that was almost that was like Almost embarrassing, but also the raddest fucking thing that happened in my short
1: (laughs) life up to that point. Oh, wow. That is so cool. Yeah. (laughs) That is a really, really cool story. So what do you got, Gary? Well, now I have two. I'm sorry. I thought of two. Yeah, go but, for it. but they're both tied to one's tied to my wife and the other one is tied to my daughter. So I'll tell those stories oh, real quick. Oh, yes, yes. So the first one, and I told this story before, is when I met my wife at a ska show, she came to see my band in 2012, July 27th, 2012, which, by the way, is the day that I met my wife and also our daughter's birthday. So pretty ironic. Wow. that. Wow. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Um, 727, like the Boston's thing. Um, (laughs) jeez, it all ties back together. It does. Everything ties to Ska. I I tell my daughter she's the baby that ska made. (laughs) (laughs) But I met my wife at uh, our show on Backyard Superior show in 727, and uh it was a hot dog eating contest. She was coming to visit some of her friends who um play in the band. She went to high school with Josh and um as soon as she got out of the car i had never seen her i said oh my goodness i'm gonna marry that girl right there (laughs) and my friend josh was like no you're not she's moving to chicago i'm like not gonna stop me and i met my wife and we hit it off and she did end up moving to chicago but she ended up coming back and now we are married so look at that so that was a good one um i don't remember i don't even remember the other bands that played i think we might have been the only sky band but we headlined (laughs) a hot dog eating contest which is pretty cool that is amazing my We're wife tough. would love that, actually. Yeah, it's a sweet story, right? Yeah, well, that the, there's a ska show and hot dog eating contest oh, in the yeah. same place. That's, yeah. <laughs> I was in the hot dog eating contest, by the way. How, where did you place? Uh, probably last because I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I, I like a good hot dog, but um, I don't know if you've tried to eat numerous hot dogs in a no, row. It's, no, no, because I don't want to ruin horrible. hot dogs for me. Yeah. No. I didn't eat hot dogs for years because my mouth just tastes like hot dogs forever. Yeah. But I was taking hot dogs off my plate and putting them on other people's plates oh because <laughs> that yeah yeah, because yeah, it was pretty gross. I think I got down in five minutes. I got down one and a hot, one and a half hot dogs. Maybe, I, two. I, I had one and a half hot dogs, when I was off hot dogs for for years after for that. Years, like that. You're just eating it so fast, and they're you don't but put condiments on them. It, yeah, like
0: you, if you had five, I'd understand your aversion. Now you just I seem like eat, a wuss.
1: But I could eat one and a half hot dogs in one sitting, right? Or two hot dogs, or three hot dogs in one sitting. It's the fact that I was like shuffling it in my mouth. I guess maybe I had two. Right. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> The more important part of that story is I met my wife there. Her yes, yes, of course. And, and then well, the other Yes, let's
0: move on to the the second
1: half. The other one um the most recent was 2019, November 2019. I was in England for work, I was there for like 2 weeks and it oh, was wow. miserable. I did not like it. Um the food was bad. No offense to anyone in England. It's a lovely beautiful country, but I was just not having a good time. I didn't adjust to the sleep schedule. The food just I wasn't liking it. it. Doesn't have a lot of salt in it any of the food. So there was like a pub in my hotel and I ate like a Angus hamburger every single night. Cause that's the only thing really I liked. I also got dominoes one day, big mistake, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, while... I've heard things about British pizza. Yeah. It's not good. But while I was there, um, a real big fish was touring England. So I'm like, well, this is perfect. That's my favorite band. You know, I had seen them at that point 39 times and this was going to be the 40th time I was seeing them. So, um, they were playing on a Thursday and that was, I was flying out Friday morning. So I I was there for two weeks, miserable, miserable, miserable. But the last day I was going to go see real big fish. I'm like, this is really cool. And they were playing nearby to where I was. I was in the English countryside. So I had to take like an Uber, which they did not have. So it was, it was a mess to get there. And I went to this little city and they had real food and I was so excited. I got, I got like a salad and and a hamburger and French fries. And I was so excited. So I went to see Real big fish. Um, They were great. Obviously it was my 40th time seeing them and they had great openers, Lightyear and sponge open. So I was like, got to see them. Oh, I'm very well aware of sponge. They're great. Check them out. Uh, Kickin pigeons, right? That's, that's a really great song by them. Uh, Check them off the bucket list. But why I love this story is because when it was the last time I've seen real big fish and maybe the last time I'll see them ever, you know, I don't oh, know what their yeah, current wow. status is, but I came home on Friday and uh, my wife's like, Hey, I'm not really feeling too good. Let me take this pregnancy test. And that's when we found out that day that we we're going to have a baby. Aww. So we, um, I came back from big fish, seeing them within 24 hours. I uh, flew back on a plane, found out we were pregnant. And then we watched the premiere of the Mandalorian. It was a great 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> It's a wonderful, wow. wonderful twenty. Yeah, so that's that show always kind of remind me of my daughter and the Mandalorian. It's a whole big jumbo of of fun, great moments in my life. Wow, wow. So
0: I'm a little bit in awe of the fact that you've seen Real Big Fish forty times. I have, yeah. Like I, I look back on it and I, I know I've seen Johnny Sacco a whole bunch of times, and I know I've seen the Amazing Kilowatts uh, a lot of times, as mm-hmm. well as There Might Be Giants. I don't think any of those even still crack 30, to be honest. Wow. And like kilowatts were like my boys and, yeah. and my girls. Like they were hometown. I, I was roommates with two different members at two separate times. <laughs> and I still don't think I saw them that often, even
1: though I'd go on tour with them sometimes and sell shit. Yeah, shirts. I have to say Backyard Super is open for a bit, really fish probably five times. So that counts okay. in there. And then um, a lot of my... My career the past 10 years has involved travel. Yeah. And for the most part, I can make my own travel. So if if you're in a job where you can make your own travel and you have to travel for work, I always say make the most of it. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I either go see baseball games or if there's a band I like touring and I usually cover like the East Coast with whatever job I have. I'll just go up and down the East Coast seeing that band while I'm at work, get a free trip out there. And all I have to do is pay for my concert ticket. Right. So that probably accounts for a lot of the times I've seen bands like that, you know, that take, real big fish street bands that I'm like, oh, I'd probably go see them anyway, but they're touring. Yeah. I'm here in a town where I have nothing to do. Might as well make the most of it. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I can especially see that because, you know, after you're done with work, that's kind of a forced alone time. Right. too. It was like, yep. you don't feel like I have obligations like and not like a bad thing but like i like i love my wife i want to hang out with, sure. with my wife when i'm around sure the
1: but when you're on the road you're like do i want to sit in a hotel or like yeah. a bar or do i want to like so when i travel if i'm not seeing a concert i'll go to a baseball game or i'll go to a movie like you do something to keep yourself busy yeah right? but that that counts for like a, probably a lot of real big fish shows i've seen them in probably a dozen states and also in england so wow Wow, I still need to get out
0: to the UK, and when I do, my friend Dave is like, "I'm going to take you to so many shows." <laughs> yeah, yeah <you laughs> and I've just a like a really cool shows oof.
1: too.
0: I like, I got, I got, I still got to do touristy things though, Dave. I just can't like be hanging out with you drinking and going to see ska and punk shows. Oh,
1: but there's so many good British ska bands too. Oh
0: my gosh, there are so many good British. Uh, it's just yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could probably fill a week. Of course, if I go in the wrong week, they're like, no, we're all out. It's festival season. Everyone's playing out. You got to go
1: to like one of the festivals, like a fireball music festival, one of those festivals (sighs) they do out there.
0: I would, that would kill me. I can't. I just, no,
1: not a festival guy.
0: (laughs) No, I I did back to the beach. And I think that was the last time I'll ever do something like that. And I paid like the expensive, like VIP. Did you, which year did you go? Uh, The first year. And I did both days. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, that lineup was so good.
0: Yep, and then uh, between the days, um, Abra Cadabra was playing at a local bar with Half Past Two. Oh, at night? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The first night. So after the show. So and so, I got a hotel down there just so I could, so I was local and I could go see the show. And uh, Matt was there too at the, at that show. And what well, we didn't know each other yet. <laughs> we'll, we'll fly you out for Supernova.
1: Supernova at one here.
0: I, I keep thinking about it. I saw someone's like, hey, I got a VIP ticket for Supernova. I'm thinking about selling. And I'm like, should I? <laughs> <laughs> you have any other shows that stick out to you? Uh, I mean, I went to uh, International, was it Ska Circus? But it was something else, the Scott Summit in Vegas. Scott Summit in Vegas, that in yes. 2003,
1: that lineup is yeah. unbelievable. We've that, talked about it
0: before, but that yeah. show looks yeah. so good. That, was, that is me and my friend Jim, and we met up with some friends of ours from Texas who could get us a cheap hotel room. Um, but it was mostly this, the road trip with me and Jim was almost worth it. Uh, and then we went the next year, but with more people, to Scott Circus, which was a weird cold snap. Um, and that was also
1: a crazy stacked lineup, too. So here's um, the lineup from 2003 Scott's yeah. Summit, if I can go through it real quick. And this is like, I've heard so many people on different podcasts talk about how this show was like the, oh, the yeah. common, the Woodstock of Scott, right? The culmination God. of of third wave Scott. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is the, I'm going to run through just the bands I could read on here. Real Big yeah. Fish, Voodoo Glow Skull, Safe Fairs, Fishbone, The Toasters, The Selector, Let's Go Bowling, The Skeletons, Muster Plug, The Specials, Neville Staple. So I think it was that that was billed as The Specials apostrophe neville staple so it's just neville staple yeah. bucko nine rx bandits attaboy skip that's fucking rad that you saw attaboy skip over the line um code name rocky monkey the fabulous rudy's big d and the kids table the toast the forces of evil that that's such a good lineup
0: <laughs> yeah and, and I'll, I'll be honest i didn't see attaboy skip because uh they had okay. like uh competing stages they had two I big figured, stages yeah. and then two smaller stages Man. Um, so that way they could go back and forth on the bigger, or the small yeah, stages, so there's time. always yeah, a band yeah. playing. Um, and I found myself at back at the smaller stage a lot more often. Uh, um, so that's yeah. where like big D was. That's where, uh, one of the first star pool shows was, um, forces of evil was back there dr octopus from australia
1: dr octopus is a great band dude
0: yeah like that codename rocky was back there and that's when i saw codename rocky so i stuck back to the back but i did come out for like some of the bigger acts i saw obviously saw real big fish uh i saw safe safe ferris um uh yeah and then dan pothast was the mc of the main stages too so he was like fun yeah. And then he was just hanging out outside after the show, quit that down. So when you're walking to your cars, like this, is Dan, just busking and just being a that's cool kind Dan. of his thing. He's done yeah. that at pretty much every show I've seen him had. Uh, every time you would go to a Scotch show in St. Louis, he would be near the venue busking doing this thing. Like you couldn't go see Goldfinger in St. Louis without getting a pre-show from Dan. It was awesome. <laughs>
1: And now he uh, is the permanent touring uh, opener for
0: Streetlight Manifesto. He does so much stuff now. I'm I'm so happy for him. Mm-hmm. Being a part of Death Rose and Stock and all that. Oh yeah, um, Bruce Lee yeah. band everything. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the go to guy now. That's a, just
1: Mu330 is a bucket list band for me for sure.
0: Oh, dude, they were for a long time because they just. They didn't tour for a while and then they never came to Peoria, even though they're only two hours away. Mm-hmm. Um so and then whenever I'd be in St. Louis, they weren't playing. So it took a while before I actually saw them. And I think I saw them in Bloomington, Indiana with Johnny Sacco before I ever saw them
1: in St. Louis, but I eventually did see them in St. Louis. So to wrap up, I think I said this the other day. I think Cyclops would be really good on saxophone. You disagree? You I disagree
0: because I think the saxophone has needs a bit more passion, and I just don't get that from Scott Summers. I think he's really stiff. He gives me big. But the thing is, he's got that inner like radness, but for some reason he doesn't want to let it out. And so he, he's, so I think he'd be like the skank guitar guy because it's very okay. rigid. Veggie, very know? rigid. He's yeah.
1: given me, but why I think saxophone is because I'm getting big Bill Clinton playing saxophone with sunglasses on imagery. You remember, you know that. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that just reminds me of Cyclops. Anyway, <laughs> anyway there we go. We tied a boat on it. by one. It Cyclops is going to be in the ska band, but we don't know. He might play. Ska- maybe he'll play both. Like maybe, like he'll Ooh, fill in on sax. If, if he's double, he'll play second guitar or something like yeah, that. You know. Yeah. And, and I had to point out to Gary that Dazzler should be the lead singer. Yes, yeah, I don't know why that didn't resonate with me, but obviously Dazzler on, on the vocals.
0: And see, I had almost suggested Siren, and then I realized how stupid it was to suggest Siren when you have Dazzler. Yeah. I said Banshee. Yeah, yeah, you did say Banshee. But maybe Banshee would find like the band Grey, which eh, it works. Yeah, yeah. It works. What was G- the name of this uh Craco and Scot Band be? Oh, I didn't I didn't have that prepared.
1: <laughs> Rage of Apocalypse. Come on. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Now I just want to keep talking about this, but I know we got to <laughs> wrap
0: it up. We got to wrap it up. let people go. Uh, so I, I think that was a lot of fun. Uh, if you obviously have any shows that, uh, Meant a lot to you. I'd I'd really like to uh, have you write to the show or uh, comment in social media and let us know any shows that really changed your life or touched you in a way or or happened around major life events that just made those life events even better. Yeah, I you think. could write us a letter by, and put it in the mail. <laughs> yeah, do <laughs> it. Uh, PO box. No, we don't. We don't. No, have I would. Lo- you're right. I would love to hear that
1: because yeah. it's fun how people have different shows. That yeah. just You. It. It's just one of those things where it brings you back to that very moment. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sure yeah. you can, you feel like that moment where they were singing happy birthday to you uh, yeah. was just yesterday, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's over 20 years ago now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's super yeah. cool. That's, that's the power of Scott <laughs> <It really is. laughs> or just the power of live music or social interactions, I guess. Yeah. Get live to music, it, right? like good
0: people. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome. But yeah, yeah. If you don't want to put it on social media, just email us uh, on the upbeat Scott at, gmail.com and
1: uh yeah i, I we will read it on the air and and uh and shame you shame <laughs> you for not wanting to share it on social media yeah I,
0: I will say ah oh, they could have picked a better band oh,
1: that's awkward
0: <laughs> no 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 I, I do want to hear these stories because i i i i to uh hearing gary's stories more than i like telling my own to be honest. i liked hearing your stories
1: Oh, gary you Oh, but you, but you, you hang out first. (laughs) Yeah, this is what this turned into. (laughs) we ready to do some Scott picks of the week?
0: Yeah, let's do some Scott picks of the week.
1: What do you got for me, Gary? So my Scott pick of the week is by a band I don't know too much about, um, but it's a a band that I've really liked, and they're called the the Scott Avengers. They're one of about 40 bands called the Scott (laughs) Avengers. I I
0: know. That's like...
1: third one that i would heard of, at least three right yeah but this band is from denmark um okay and they put they put out an album in 2016 it's called scott scatastrophic so they really love these scott puns um they are a little bit juvenile and some of their lyrics are a little little uh you know cringy but i like them that i think happens. they're a fun band um they have great album artwork but they're that's all i know about them i found this album probably randomly on Bandcat back when you're like, you know, you're searching for the sky hashtag. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really have always been into it. So the song I want to play by the Scavengers, maybe it's the Scavengers, I don't know. (laughs) I've never heard anyone (laughs) say their name. Um, (laughs) Is the first track on that album, uh, Scatastrophic, it's hard to say. And the song name is called Deathish.
0: That is a pretty damn good song.
1: Have you ever heard that band before?
0: Uh no, I hadn't. When when you first uh suggested them, I would I looked them up to make sure that you didn't mean the the Indian ska band, right? The ska space vengers. This right. is all one word, yeah.
1: And then there's also the vengers who Which, are a ska band.
0: <laughs> well, they were the ska vengers, and then they shortened it for whatever reason just to vengers. Uh and I have they're out of Denver, and I've been a real big fan of them for a while. I actually have a uh copy of their cd not just like you know
1: uh, digital
0: digital yeah yeah yeah. so i wanted to uh play one of the songs off one of my favorite eps that came out last year uh the name of the band is show ska the name of the ep is chambara man and the song i wanted to play is a little goofy but it's a lot of fun it's called Gigi baba by show sky there is our excellent, very excellent Scott picks from both me and Mr. Gary. Uh, Thanks again, Gary, for uh, being on the show. Uh, You don't have to thank
1: me. It's a pleasure.
0: Oh, I think I'm supposed to be on more, but I don't, I'm not. So, (laughs) Hey, Hey, life happens. We get busy. Um, This is why we have three hosts. So we can always have usually two, two at the ready to go. Um, So I, it's been a pure pleasure having you on to guest with me. Um, yeah, and we'll be back next week with a all new episode with a fantastic guest who's who's very excited to talk to us. So, I'm I'm
1: really excited to talk to them. Is it going to be Dazzler talking about the new X-Men album? God, I wish, man. Man, you know there's supposed to be a Dazzler movie
0: back in the day and Kiss so were going to be
1: in it. Yeah, of course I know that.
0: Come on, like, come on. <laughs> I, that's why I went. I was like, "Come on!" I, as soon as I said "dazzling movie," I expected you to be like, and
1: Kiss, we're gonna be in." It. I know, and I, and when you said Dazzler is a singer, I don't know why, but that didn't track with me.
0: Uh, have you have? There's this great comic out called Exterminators. I think you need to read it. It's okay. it's Dazzler and Jubilee and Boom Boom and is Laura. it recent? Yeah, it's new. It's the fifth issue comes. The fifth and final issue comes out like this month. Okay, Dude, perfect. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. So with all that <laughs> <laughs> thank you everybody for listening to this fantastic episode. And until next time. Keep listening to ska. Thank you everybody for listening to On the Upbeat. If you would like to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash on the upbeat ska. Follow us on social media at on the upbeat ska please visit our website, on ontheupbeatska.com. And thank you very much for listening. We would also like to thank the Ska-mots for unwittingly lending us their song to use for the intro and outro for this episode. We'd also like to thank Dang It for their jingle that they wrote and performed for us for Ska News. You are all the best fans in the world, and I cannot wait to talk to you all again next week. For Matt, Gary, and everybody else on On The Upbeat, this is RJ Phoenix. I'm, could you give
1: me a second to get my ska pick? You want me to vamp? Yeah, vamp. All right, I'll so, just edit. But yeah. if, the, if the Avengers started a ska band... Oh, shit, dude. Um, <laughs> what's up? You didn't record no, it? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> reacting to that prompt. Huh if the Avengers started a ska band, and now if it was the West Coast Avengers, they're basically a ska band. I mean, the no. West Coast Avengers, yeah, come on. Squirrel Girl's in, that, in, in the West Coast Avengers, so.
0: I, was she a West Coast Avenger? I thought she was a Great Lakes Avenger. Oh, she's a
1: Great Lakes Avenger, you're right. Great Lakes Avengers are the one who are basically a ska band. Oh, they're like yeah, a ska yeah, yeah, band yeah. Of, Marvel, of the Marvel Universe. Oh, not the Marvel Cinematic definitely. Universe. Yeah, the West Coast Avengers. Mm. That's like they, Hawkeye. And, yeah, yeah. I, I, Iron Man was on that too, right? Iron Man's been in everything. team. He was a Guardian of the Galaxy. Well, yeah, that's just because of Brian Michael Bendis. The Great Lake Avengers are Scott. Uh, that's going to be my takeaway. Yeah, They're Scott. Flat Man, man Doorman. Hell yeah. yeah. Squirrel Girl. Yeah, that's yeah, a Scott. Yeah, I can man. get on
0: board with that. And then they became... Well, you know, at one point, they found out they were all mutants too, right? Yes. The so the Great Lake sex.
1: <laughs>
0: Goddamn comics are so dumb. All together. What is <laughs> your Scott know? Pick of the Week, Archie? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I'm just-